Hello and welcome to Ride or Die, a podcast where we watch and recap episodes of Common Rider, starting with Common Rider Double. I'm your host, Tyler, and with me as always is Mike. And we have a special guest. We have Kip from uh, the podcast called Rider Common Ride with Me, is what it's called. Hello. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. How are you? Thank you for having doing me. All right. Good. Perfect. So, Kip, let's just let's let's talk about you for a second. Yeah. Where's tell tell us a little bit about about yourself and and your podcast here. <laughs> so, um, like y'all, I'm a fan of Toku, um, and I made a Toku podcast. Um, so, Common Ride with Me is a show where we kind of um alternate between looking at like the current common rider which in this case is zero one and like towards some other stuff like we've done like one-offs on like the mandalorian that kind of thing i'm like we're very much about like um me being like the expert like the like fan and my co-host or like our like many guests um like being people that might not know anything past when they watch power rangers lost galaxy as a kid or something you know so it's like yeah. very like friendly like that and lots of like we're much more of a uh, buffet than like a you know and yeah um and we're currently doing some like stuff on power rangers too so like a big long series of that because um like the current common rider went on hiatus so that wasn't great but we pulled it out yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when Zero One uh, went on hiatus. I I took that time to catch up to the show. Uh, but yeah, we're familiar with with uh, Power Rangers here, right, Mike? Um, yes, of course, because I have a Power Rangers podcast on the side. So uh, it's all see. I'm the like the newbie of the group here, so I'm just like I'm into this fresh and new with Kamen Rider. So yeah. Yeah, Comrade Double is a really good show for that. Um, I really like it. Like, it's been about ten years since I've probably watched the, the show itself, but it's yeah, probably about like actually just about ten years at this point. <laughs> like, exactly. It is. Uh, this is the the fourth writer I've watched uh, when I started watching writer, but uh, it is my favorite, and I'm glad Mike picked it first. I, I just it, it it pulled to me. I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, there's two of us, and there's two of them. It's perfect. <laughs> Knowing nothing about Kamen Rider, it's like, ooh, I gotta pick that one. What show yeah, was your first show? Uh, my first show was Gaim. Okay, so I'm the old head over here because my first show was Kamen Rider, like Fies, and then I watched Kabuto, which was like airing at the time. Nah, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm only halfway through Kabuto, but I haven't watched it, and maybe like two years so i'll probably just have to start over at this point or just wait till we we cover it at some point yeah uh but I, i've seen everything decade and <coughs> after and i've watched okay uh, yeah half of half of kabuto but uh yeah, yeah. let's uh let's talk about this episode so uh this is episode 31 of common rider double titled the Wind Called B. One Must Chase the Beast. This episode aired on April 18th, 2010. It's written by Riku Sanjo and directed by Satoshi Moroda. Two names we've talked about before. And uh, this is a very, very, very special arc. And I uh, can't wait for Mike to see what happens. I gotta see it, yo. 
A lot of a lot of mysteries need to be uncovered. Damn sure, I, I'm on my seat, just waiting, man. So, uh, I think we should just get into it. I don't think there's anything else we need to cover. No, okay. So, uh, let's strap on our belts, put on our helmets, and let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> And that was episode 31 of Common Rider Double, titled The Wind Called Bee, One Must Chase the Beast. What are you guys' initial thoughts? Just like, just right off the bat. Uh, it's nice to watch to watch the show again. Um, there's like lots of small stuff that like I wouldn't get, like um, how um, the Lady Sozaku um her name was Belle, and her husband was Beasto Pant. Like that was like a fun little thing. And I was like, "Oh, okay, that's like a fun little." Oh, stuff. oh! Uh, see, <laughs> I just, I just... Now, now that you say it, it see? makes sense. Oh, jeez! <laughs> I've never thought about that. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. I guess I need to pay attention a little bit more. Touche, touche. <laughs> Damn, that's yeah. a nice reference. <laughs> Yeah. What about you, Mike? Um, it's it's a good start to a new arc, and I'm this 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 is staggering. I'm just like I want to know what's next. Like it's especially with Double and Philip, and just Philip's side of the story because he's been my boy since the start. And it's just like I want to know what happens to Philip. And Philip's a good boy. He's my good boy, <laughs> my favorite. So I gotta. But yeah, it's good. It's a good episode. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to go ahead and run through the plot here. Uh, Kip, you said you took some notes, so I'll be sure to just interject when, when, when those yeah. pop up. So uh, as Philip tries to figure out what Shroud means, that he can no longer be partnered with Shotaro, Ryu asks for his aid in, ca- in a case with an old case involving a beast man as one of Sokichi Narumi's old clients. Arises, detective agent looking looking for him, introducing himself as Isamu Bito, and that he just got out of prison. I so wish the ha- doors were cool. Yeah, if the doors were cool. I definitely, I definitely rock one. I have one actually. You shouldn't have said that online. I gotta cut that part out. <laughs> yeah, it's not safe out there for it. It's not safe out there. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna protect you by cutting that part out. Okay, for our protection. Though having your motorcycle helmet in a basketball net, that is also cool and something you can do. That without... is cool. Yeah. Yes. Uh, after Shotaro and Akiko inform him of Sokichi's death and Bito takes his leave, uh, though turned down, Shotaro follows Bito on his own personal investigation and they arrive at a fairgrounds with some food stands. Bito asks a stall attendant for his old employee, Maro Arima, to which the attendant denies knowing the man. However, Watcherman, who happened to be there, is uh, nearby and informs them that Arima owns the fairgrounds and provides an address. At the place, Bito meets up with Suzuko Arima, another old friend of Maro's wife. Oh, 
Once in, Maru, Maruo appears and comments on how Bito was recently released from jail before asking him to leave. Uh, Bito asks Maruo about the Beastman case, to which Maruo derides Bito for going to Narumi 10 years ago, believing that the man could help with a memento. Upon hearing this, Shotaro admits to being Narumi's apprentice and how he, he knows about the memento. So Maruo, um, he actually has been recurring in Comrade lately. He's been like five or six episodes of Kamen Rider Zero One. Like, that's yeah, yeah, on. yeah. He was the, wasn't he the, uh, the mangaka? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. I knew he looked and, familiar. Yeah. Have you all uh, watched the, um, uh, the crossover movie w- w- with Decade, or at least like the half hour portion about Double, where like, yes, we we did see... watch the uh, the Decade Double movie. Yeah. Yes. And like, and not too far in the future, uh, I'm like you get to watch like the double movie, which is a real treat. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're definitely gonna look at that. That's probably like one of the best writer movies. Like you're talking about uh, A to Z, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And like this was like the only season of like the previous five years, or like the next. Called like the seven years after Deno that didn't actually cross over with Deno, which is like really funny to me. Hmm. Hmm. That is weird. Yeah, because we saw like they have like movies coming out in the next time for like this episode just with like past characters. So it's like a, and then next year with O's, they also have like a crossover movie. So who knows? <laughs> uh, let's see. Common Rider X. <laughs> no. Uh, Back at the agency, after telling Ryu about Sokichi, Philip uses the Gaia library to check up uh, to look up Bito and discover his link to Beastman. Sokichi Narumi investigated it because there was nothing to tie Bito to the crime. After Shotaro and Bito leave the Arima residence, Shotaro admits to bluffing when he is attacked by the Beastman asking for the bear. Shotaro calls on Philip to transform, but when the Cyclone memory acts strangely as Comrade Double is unable to act properly as the cyclone site crackles with energy to the point that the body memory cannot keep up. A little imbalance of power here. Philip uh, Philip thinks it's because he has interacted with the extreme memory in the previous episode after his uh, near-death experience. Right. Common Rider Excel arrives to help and perform a maximum drive on the dopant, but the dopant immediately regenerates before another attack. Bito tells the dopant that Shotaro was bluffing as he transforms back into Maro Arima, just as Bito expected. After exclaiming that no one can beat him, that he transforms back into the beast dopant and escapes. Shotaro ends the transformation, and Philip finds himself in Philip finds himself in the Gaia Library, confronted by a strange new form of double before waking up. Later that night, Philip cannot find any information on a bear until Akiko mentions a statue of a bear with a salmon in his mouth, which reminds Shotaro of that very statue in Zokichi Narumi's cabin in the woods. In a bar, Maruo, Maruo complains of how the cops are after him as Saiko and Wakana listen on, directing his attention to Isaka, who wishes to assist him in the bear hunt. The next day, as Shoro takes Akiko and Bito to Mount Kazafuki, Shroud arrives to the Narumi agency and tells Philip that he is evolving 
for the extreme memory and needs an ideal partner to use that power with. When Shoro's group finds the cabin, Pita finally admits that he turned himself in to help Suzuko and Maro, as Suzuko has deeply was deeply in love with Maro, which is uh, bad on her part. He's a big crime man. Uh, but yeah, Philip apparently needs a new partner, and it's not Shoro. I wonder who it is. <laughs> Maybe that dream from last episode was was hinting at something, Mike. Gee, I don't <laughs> remember from last week. <laughs> oh God, I'm suck at these. Maybe I'll be surprised. <laughs> uh, it's very like interesting to like watch again and to see like in like double um how on theme it is and how like consistent like it actually is like even in like um that this is like the first part of a story like the build up to like what's should be like payoff later like it's um interesting how like this show was never like being sly about what it's about and like how it's like like just like a like show about power because like uh it's just like uh every every single person like that we see like becoming like a dope um is somebody who in some way is like using their power to like hurt like other people and like even like how it's like uh the main source of power is like the memory of humanity that people are like becoming like dope pants from like which means like impurities like they're like impurely using like the whole like history and like fullness of like humanity and then like that's how they're like becoming monsters and even like when they become like their uh post their post Gaia memory selves like how they even like show that they are like uh been harmed by like the acts that they're doing too it's like a very uh interesting show in that like i like forgot how well it just like shows that like every th- conflict is about like uh when people use power without principle yeah yeah people throw out their morals for for strength or or abilities that that get them further uh once Akiko finds the statue, the weathered open takes the statue with Shoro pursuing him. Despite Shroud's advice, Philip travels in the Rebel Gary to assist Shoro, and the two transform into Fang Joker, always nice to see, uh, to offset Philip's evolving power with his weaker body. But this fails, and in the middle of their maximum drive, the transformation abruptly ends. Shoro wakes up and reaches for a double driver, only to receive a shock from it. Back at the agency, Shroud exclaims that Shoro is no longer cut to be double just as he realized that he is now unable to transform. And that's where the episode ends. What are they going to do? Who knows? Uh, so, yeah, what do you think? It's a good episode, right? Mm-hmm. It's weird seeing some of this cast after like 10 years, honestly. Yeah. I've seen... I've seen... Uh, Philip's actor in some more recent stuff, especially got, uh, yeah, especially around the time the manga came out. He got very big, right, in Japan. Yeah, he 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 got 
very popular in Japan. Yeah, there's a couple that like have like transcended. Um, like, like there's like a good few that are like popular, but there's a couple like the actor for like game is like really popular. Like the actor for um, like Kuga got really popular. The actor for Deno got really popular. Like yeah. top level stuff. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about our dopant here for this episode, which is yes. the beast dopant. We gotta let Mike rank that on the ranking list. Yes, yes, yes. That's like always a... fun. Yes, because it's a new dopant. Um, so uh, just to run you through our top ten here, Kip. Uh, at number ten we have violence. At number nine we have Nazca. Number eight, we have Ice Age. At number seven, we have Magma. Six, Triceratops. Okay. Five, Nightmare. Four, Arms. Three, Weather. Two, Smilodon, because Miku is the boy. And <laughs> one is Invisible. Ooh, because, uh, uh, okay. I, I get you. <laughs> I get you. Yeah, right. yeah, Tyler Tyler was like, wait a minute, Invisible is a dump in. I was like, ooh, you're right. I guess that technically counts. Uh, the only person who's taken the biggest hit here is Taboo, uh, who went from like number twelve yeah, was... to last because of her weird eye thing on her legs. Yeah, she's just weird overall. She, like she had a good design like early on, but then when that subplot with her and the guy is just fucking me up, I was like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna put her last." So a beast open. He's a yeah. pretty furry boy. So blue. Yeah, he's got these weird like shrouds on the side of his face, like these like curtains almost. He also got a face on his chest. Yeah, he's got a face on his got a face on his chest, yep. Reminiscent of like Gurren Lagan. Um let's see. That's a pretty good design, actually. That's um God, do I really want to put that in the top ten or do I want to put that? Oh boy! Um, I'm gonna stick that bad boy. He's a good, good-looking boy. Uh, yeah, I'll stick it at at eleven, just below violence. Uh, just bring below in, violence. Oh. yeah, just just below <laughs> violence. <wrong>. Kick, <laughs> just bringing bird down by a hair. So, a oh, bird's pretty good. Um, what's the one? Is it the liar dopant? That's like the weird, like. Messed up one with all the pins in it. That one's good. Yeah. Liar, liar's right below bird. Oddly <laughs> <laughs> enough. Um, just how I rank them. So. Yeah, based off where you are, I'd say number one has to be Money Dopant. That's a good looking one. <laughs> <laughs> just that, that nice portly son of mine. He's been ranked at number 19. Yeah, he's down there for, for me oh, at okay. least. I guess they're up at 19. I'm like, where's like not... terror? Yeah. Terror is uh 15. 15. Oh. Um... This is not T Rex. Yeah. What a, what a mess that one was. <laughs> yeah. Are you counting the um the masquerade dopants or no? Yeah. Uh, masquerade's at 18. Yeah, I placed or, that like, at the deaf dopant slash dummy. Did we we, I don't think we counted death at all. No, it's not on our, our ranking, so no. Probably should. Hmm. Well, shucky darn Tyler, you should have been on that one. Well, hey, man, that was like 
That was like 15 episodes ago. <laughs> Are you going to do the hyper battle video and like the one that's based off of like ramen or is it? No, it's like a like pork cutlet bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. Uh, we probably will in a bonus episode. Okay. I don't remember where exactly that place is in the timeline. Yeah, um, he possesses the egg and the chicken and the chicken memories and becomes okay. That's good. Good to know. Uh, no, what, what, no, your favorite? It's hard to know. I think you might like some of the later ones really good too. I might. If I mean, if I was ranking these, uh, NASCAR would probably be higher than number nine. These are the top 10 at least. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm making things a little bit weird, but that's okay. <laughs> I like how my suits are. I'm surprised you ranked Triceratops. I mean, I would have ranked Triceratops oh, I, lower, man, based I on was... that dumb CG form. But see, that's the thing, though. I kind of just like dug it. You know, I was just like, I was in the mood during that. <laughs> Uh, arc and i was just like man that's a good looking you know it was pink and it had the horns like a triceratops it was just but that cgi made me laugh so fucking hard what if they do the yeah. cgi thing i'm like oh it, no it, oh, God. so hard yeah <laughs> i'm a sucker for cheesy cgi so i was just like i'm so old all right next up we got our uh episode ranking we're gonna rank them out of five yes uh kip we're gonna start with you where would you rank this episode out of five um, I think I'd probably give this like a three. I really liked it. Um, it's definitely like, um, the start of the arc though. So like, I think like that right. one might go a little like higher for me personally, but like, I really gotcha. do like it as like a ramp up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about yeah. you, Mike? Um, like usually these opening arcs are really good, uh, to start with. And this one was intriguing enough. Uh, give it didn't have any qualms with it i think i would just give it a solid you know last time i did that like just give me a four yeah i'd also give it a four that's gonna total out to like a 11 all right yeah and who is the mvp of the episode uh, who do you think who do you think is the strongest character this episode I know Miku's not here, so it's uh, yeah. tough. <laughs> uh, Mick. I miss Mick. It's hard to know who's the MVP of the episode. It is. It's I'm mm. thinking about it too. It's like who's the strongest character in this opening arc? That one photo they have of the deceased chief <laughs> that they keep using. <laughs> That's the MVP of the arc. <laughs> That's good. That's yeah. creative. That's good. <laughs> I like that. That's the MVP right there. (laughs) All right. So we're going to go with a single headshot. So Kichi, uh, parentheses, photo. (laughs) Which is ironic because he got shot in the back. Uh... (laughs) What about you, Mike? Um, I'm going to be a little more serious with this one. uh, The other one that made a little progress on this episode. Uh, both Philip and Shortero had equal p- 
parts. But it, for me, Akiko was the one that kind of gave Shortro the bear idea. And he's like, oh, you did it. You did something great. So Akiko is... He's known for that. And then uh, I think I'll give it to... Hmm... I'm going to give it to Beto, honestly. I think he's uh, pretty good this episode. He knows yeah. exactly what's up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I can think fresh, out of, fresh out of prison. <laughs> All right. That does it for this time. Uh, next episode will be... Hold on, I'm, I have the wrong page up. We'll be covering episode 32, titled The Wind Called Bee. Now in the radiance uh so that's gonna be good uh just don't go to that wiki page uh but uh kip it it was nice to have you here this episode yeah it was nice to be here and like um as you know like you're always welcome on the common ride with me uh we do some more different stuff but yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of common rider like double left too like you guys have a very rich vein there yeah 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 (laughs) Yep. And uh so so uh, we're gonna start getting ready to wrap up here, Kip. Why don't you why don't you plug your stuff? Tell us tell people where they can find you at. All right. You can find me lovingly staring at the only picture I have of my mentor. Um on Twitter.com at James Forge or um at Cabo Drive with me. And our show drops every Friday morning. Nice, nice. All right, Mike. Uh, people can find me on the internet personally at Mike Mixtape on Twitter and Instagram. I often tweet and retweet a lot of movie stuff there. So I'm a movie junkie in general. Um, outside of Ride or Die, I do a uh, Power Rangers podcast with Sean. Uh, damn it, I did that too. Damn it, Tyler. <laughs> I come to Sean. Damn it, our mutual friend Sean. Uh, uh, we have a Parmenter's podcast called Into the Grid. Uh, we are covering right now Lightspeed Rescue. It's pretty fun. We're halfway there now. And uh, yeah, if you want to f- follow on Twitter, it's Go Into the Grid. I tweet there a lot of Parmenter's Super Sentai stuff. It's pretty fun there. Uh, listen to it. Our main hosting place is anchor.fm slash Into the Grid. You'll be able to find your favorite podcast platform there to listen to if you don't listen on Anchor. And uh, yeah, I'm going to keep it short and sweet for this episode. So Tyler, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tyler Tyler Rims. That's T-Y-L-E-R, T-Y-L-E-R-I-M-S. And there you'll see me retweet a bunch of anime and game stuff as well as a bunch of buff ladies because that was cool. Uh, you can also That's find good. me on a podcast with our mutual friend, Sean. We cover a popular Disney Channel show called The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. That podcast is called Trouble at the Tipton. And you can find that on Twitter at Trouble at Tipton. And then you can find us on Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash Trouble at the Tipton. And for this podcast, Ride or Die, you can find us on Twitter at Ride or Die Podcast. And then on Anchor at uh, anchor.fm forward slash Ride hyphen Die. And there you'll be able to find us on places like Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, all that stuff. As well as you'll be able to find our message button where you can send us a message. 
or you can tweet us directly for a question, or you can email us at riderdiepodcast at gmail.com. Tonight, that's it for this episode. Again, next episode, episode 32, The Wind Called B, now in Radiant, now in the Radiance. Uh, we'll be a good time. We'll be a good time. Yes, indeed. And uh, we'll hope to see you there. Anything left you want to say, uh, Kip, before we, before we peace out? Uh, yeah, make sure you flick your list. Flick your wrist, not your list. That's wrong. But no. And just, uh, it's a good episode next time. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So uh, until then, we'll always hope to be your ride or die. Ride or die. Ride or die. Yeah.